0: How do I start the episode? Hello everyone, I'm Drew. I'm Bailey. I'm Lacey. I'm worse sarcastic, so let's get sinister.
1: doing this for so long
0: i know and <laughs> bailey will like not remember did you, you just enjoy panic. the
1: pure panic phase yeah, face yeah i liked it your face before you said
0: anything i saved you <laughs> thank you um real quick guys uh we're recording this on october 25th mm-hmm. and our first episode we posted was january
1: 25th oh 10 months i'm really gonna... not also, sure how to start the episodes
0: also, um, did you know that next year is a leap year?
2: No. Oh. I just found that out yesterday because I, we were just I, honestly, I honestly forgot
0: that was a thing. Uh <laughs> we were checking expiration dates <laughs> on our oh. tubes at work and there's some that are dated to twenty-nine. Um but randomly I said to Lou the other day, I was like, So on when it's not if like if your birthday is February 29th, and it's not a leap year. When do you celebrate your birthday?
1: I had a friend when I was growing up in elementary school who was a leap year baby. And they celebrated the 28th.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was just like, do you just so. celebrate the 28th through the 1st? And just kind of say, those are my days. Thing. Yeah. I think you probably yeah. pick, pick one. Unless you want to
1: do both and be like, my birthday's in there somewhere.
0: I would, because I didn't, <clears throat> because for three years... I don't get a true birthday, I would claim two days for my birthday. Sorry.
1: Did you disturb Carl?
2: No, I <sighs> disturbed all of them. They, <laughs> you should have seen me the last two nights when the Phillies were on. They were all, like, they're all passed out on the sectional, and I'm screaming or making noise at the TV. And they're all, like, occasionally they'll, like, get up from their sleep and, like, be like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm like okay so um uh, happy happy halloween happy halloween happy everybody um so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode than what we've done previously
0: mm-hmm. um
2: well it's kind of um i couldn't figure out what i wanted to do and i kind of like i know in our itinerary that like we share with each other i wrote one thing and i kind of curveballed it a little bit Um, also, I'd like to take the moment to shout out and congratulations to my friend Amber Lynn. She gave birth today. Um, after 26 hours of labor, they deemed it time for (laughs)
0: C-section. Did, um, too many hours. Did you make sure it was okay that you announced this for her?
2: No. All right. She'd like it, though.
0: Okay, good. Hopefully. Can
2: can you tell us what she had?
0: Not named. She had a boy. Ugh.
2: The first Fun. uh the first friend group baby.
0: Aww. Oh. fine, yeah. whatever.
2: You're in a different friend group.
0: Yeah. I'm Bailey's sorry. just There's the a overlap.
2: overlap. <laughs> Carl.
0: Bailey is dog sitting today. How this many dogs week. do you have with you? I have oh. four.
2: <laughs> well, my best friend's family are on vacation, so
0: I really like that she has a dog named Carl. Yeah. It's, so, just, it's just not a name you name a dog. No. He's a fun name. <laughs> so every Wait, time you're yelling at Carl, it sounds like you're yelling at the old man from up. Or
2: or just a child in general.
0: Dead.
2: Uh or The Walking Dead too. Um, I'm I'm picturing like an old man where you're just like, Carl He kinda looks like an old man. Um so he's a pit bull, but he's got a lot of wrinkles. Like um, almost like like a muzzle like a hound. Um yeah. so anyway. Back to the episode. So I couldn't really decide what I wanted to do. So it's kind of like a uh what is it? A grab bag? Is that the saying, Lacey? Sure. Great. Yes, it's a grab bag. Thanks. Um of like on- her. Cause she's an English teacher.
0: Yeah, and clearly she doesn't know shit. I'm off duty.
2: She's clocked <laughs> out for the day.
0: <laughs> um And she's clearly unwell. It's true. So, she she yes. looked rough looked when so she turned on her and mug.
1: <laughs> sickly, according to my mom and my friends. <laughs> and you're, sure. drink,
2: and you're drinking from a mug too. Oh, so.
0: Is it better for your sore throat? <laughs> yes. Do you, you need, do, you, do, you,
2: do you have honey in there? Yep. In my hot
0: honey's, <laughs> honey's really good for sore throat, Lacey. Mm-hmm.
1: So you. is lemon. Mm. i'm not putting that into it's, it's already gross enough
2: um so anyway we're talking about like haunted and um possessed things yeah Spooky. Yes. very
0: on the um mm-hmm. on brand. yeah
2: so because i was like sort of freaking myself out while researching and i'm not in my own house <laughs> i got a sage candle
0: <laughs> mm. I but
2: i can't find a lighter oh no yeah so we're just gonna waft it and hope it still does the magic you, you should
1: be wild if it lit while you were recording
2: just I'm also it. um scarily aware that there's a window behind me and I'm just Do you want ready to keep an eye on it? for something we'll, to pop out we'll let yeah. you know if we see eyeballs yeah thanks guys
1: I'll probably just leave <laughs> if that happens so if you see my video cut <laughs> out you should turn around and
0: deal with what's happening I'll text would, you later to make sure you're okay. I Thanks, would please. hope that the four dogs would protect you. Maybe that's why they're mm. barking, because there's prowlers.
2: Oh uh, I've had bad. that thought I've had that thought the first like two nights or so and I'm just choosing to ignore it. <clears throat> Alright, are we ready to get into it? I'm ready. Okay. Yes. Ma'am. So you know how yesterday I gave you like three names to like choose. One, Lily, mm. Letta, and Robert. Yes. Do
0: really? you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I guess guest, Robert. Do you know um the where those names? names come from? The devil. Uh, close.
0: Yes. Oh. Um, they're all haunted dolls. Oh. They're, they're yeah. An you well, know what? I, I actually decided I'm not into this. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I want me to, think of Annabelle. Do you it's want me to late. start with
2: something else then?
0: No, tell no, us about the is. Okay. Make okay. it scary.
2: You chose a really fun one too cuz you guys went with Lada or is Letta? Letta, yeah. sorry. Um so Letta is actually short for Let me out. <laughs> oh. Are you ready Please to get see. into this? Let's see. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um the uh it's she's he sorry it's a he um he's also known as the doll from hell uh in 1972 in wagga wagga i think
1: Mm.
2: uh north uh, sorry in wagga wagga new south wales australia um carrie walton
0: yes remember remember last episode we were talking about stealing names city names yeah Australia Mm. does it too. New South Wales? Yes. Okay. (laughs) It's hard
2: to come up with original names.
0: There's so many made up already. I I I really like when they put a new in front. They're like, that's the old York.
2: I think New York. I think Wagga Wagga is pretty original.
1: I can say with confidence I've never heard of another
0: Wagga Wagga. Hmm. Shakira has a song called Waka Waka. Yeah, that's not the same.
2: Close, <laughs> but Wagga Wagga, Wagga, Wagga has uh, G's, so. Like gangsters? Yeah.
1: Straight up G. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
2: um, so a man named Carrie Walton and his brother were attending their grandmother's funeral at her old house. Um, the next door house had always sat abandoned and like haunted, in air quotes. um man. And of course, at the funeral, they got curious and decided to like wander over.
0: Sure. That's one oh. does when they're mourning the death. There's a lot them. of
2: there's a lot of things in uh this episode that you're gonna be like, why did we do that? Like why like anyway. Um while in the house, Carrie discovered something that shocked him. He found what looked like the body of a young child under the floorboards.
0: What, was, so was
2: he looking he under
1: the tearing up the floorboards?
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> I think he, <laughs> he heard so that you're not pull over on me. <laughs> he was looking for for gold. <laughs> I think he. So hold on. <laughs> okay. Um, as he like looked further and investigated further he discovered it was a strange doll with a wicked grin and for some reason Carrie felt compelled to rescue the doll so I think it was like that compulsion that like it was calling to him made him look down made him see it and discover it, Don't love um, it. as one does he ended up bringing the doll home to his family well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, as he was putting the doll in his trunk and started driving, he could hear movement and what sounded like screaming from the trunk. The screaming <laughs> sounded like
1: freak you the absolute fuck out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: driving and like you know something's in the trunk because you just put a doll back there, and then you hear somebody screaming back there. Wouldn't you like? I don't think I'd even open it up. I'd be like, well, like, whoever's there is there now.
0: That car would go right off a cliff. <laughs> what are we looking at uh oh the dogs are looking at something like can you
2: guys calm down the
0: they're looking it at also, you because they think you're talking to yourself no
2: they're looking towards <laughs> the kitchen um That's where the it also is. yeah it's trippy in this house because I can't figure out how to put the blinds down
0: let me look at them I'm really good at blinds do you feel like you're
2: on display uh, not this one, but, like, there's, like, a bay window that, like, is a little bit on display.
0: Let let me look at them. I'm really good with blinds. <laughs> no.
2: It's, it's yank on them. Skill. Are, are there- is just yank on them. <laughs> is, is there a string to pull? No, there's not. Then pull them down. <laughs> I tried.
1: Really, a whole grown-up person. <laughs> <laughs> just pull
2: them down. <laughs> I tried! Grab is the monster! The they don't go. They have like the twisty thing, but
0: I don't, I don't know. Have you texted Rebecca? <laughs> Say, how do you close your <laughs> blinds? No, My eyes leak
2: uh,
1: from the
2: fever. No, I haven't gotten that far. I'm, I'm okay with it though, so it's, it's fine. Okay.
1: Okay, go back because we left off on the doll screaming. So.
2: <laughs> okay. So again. Harry finds a doll in this house that's abandoned next to his deceased grandmother's. Puts it in his trunk.
0: Puts it in his trunk.
2: Starts to scream. And it's screaming, let me out. Uh, This is why he calls it Letta. Letta is a child-sized wooden doll with a creepy face and is dressed in a (laughs) green suit with a long braid. Can I Google? Go for it. Yeah? It's two T's.
0: L-E-T-T-A. Okay. You sent me the list and I was like, that could be a cute good." G- uh, yeah, I thought you were just
1: playing
2: him. with baby names. No, that's Ew, why I, I was like, it's the perfect time to send this too. Because like, you guys will think it's above the nymphs. It looks like that movie about leprechauns. Yeah. His nose and his smile is very creepy.
0: That's because his nose is like angry eyebrows. huge. Yeah, I don't like his eyes. I'm sorry. And I don't like his creepy little finger.
2: <laughs> anyway, so after Carrie brought the doll into his house, he started discovering strange things, as one always does when you find a doll under a floorboard in an abandoned house and you decide to bring it home.
1: hmm
2: And he started believing that the doll was walking around at night, based on the fact that he found scuff marks made in the floor of his home and scuff mm-hmm. marks on the bottom of the doll's shoes. No... Thank you. He had also discovered objects that, that had mysteriously shifted in the night,
0: as they always do. He
2: he just, um, he
0: just didn't. He was rearranging.
2: Can we stop barking at every fucking
0: thing? I just when dolls are just like moving shit around, it's like why?
2: Just to scare people
0: you? or to I mean, playfulness? way the house up? I don't know.
2: Um, I really need to stop saying um. I'm trying to do that. Where was I? He also claims that multiple people have witnessed the doll move, like in front of them with their own eyes.
0: That doll would be on fire if it moved <laughs> in front of me.
1: It is one thing to think, oh, it seems like it is, but to watch
0: it, I and let it I live. Have- I would set it on fire and then use it to to light your sage candle. And then do that around it. Because right. the fire would make the demon come out. And then the sage would scare the demon back to hell.
2: We're professional. She doesn't, hold on, wait. She has a gas power stove, so I could theoretically light this candle. Ooh. Anyway, um, with fire.
0: No, I know. It just—it seems dangerous.
2: <laughs> it's well, we'll see how creeped out I get. So
0: okay, like, what's your plan? Are you gonna light a piece of paper and then transfer? Ah, or... uh, that's you a good question. Just like put the candle upside down and hope for the best. No, Should get
2: us out. Should we go over to the kitchen together? <laughs> yeah, take uh, some paper with you. I could light a piece of paper on. Uh, well, whatever. Oh, Q-tip. <laughs>
0: this would be be a really fun and then like we have this and then just a quick cut to you standing outside like it's just burned to the ground (laughs) and you're just just crying mistakes for me (laughs) and I
2: have four dogs around me yeah I couldn't get the blinds down I couldn't get the camera I didn't know what happened
0: anyway
1: it was really creepy
0: Sorry, Um, (laughs) Becca. I'm sure she's taking really good care of your house. Definitely will not burn it down. Everything is totally fine here. Side note, completely unrelated. Do you have fire extinguishers in the house, Becca? And if so, did you tell Bailey where they were? Uh, Bailey said no. Seems kind of irresponsible on your part, Becca. So if your house were to be set on fire and burnt to the ground, feels like it's partially your fault.
1: If
2: the house burns
0: down, we have to delete this episode.
2: I uh, I'm gonna tell her just to listen to this episode because I think she hasn't listened to our
0: show in a while.
1: Yeah, this would be a good oh, one to wow. bring her back in on.
0: Yeah. We just keep talking about her.
1: Sneak her in.
0: Um just say that we talk about Carl a whole lot. However, she's definitely afraid of dolls too,
2: so she'll probably like hear the first part and be like, I'm out.
0: Uh <laughs> Anyway. Tell her to listen the first 20 minutes and then she can leave. Okay.
2: So, children are also terrified of the doll. No sure, doubt. for good reason. Um, and his children have stated, or they've said that they can hear him moving at night. Which is horrifying.
0: So, okay. Hold on. Yeah. I was picturing the, What's the guy's name? Carrie? Yeah. Okay, so I was picturing Carrie and his brother as, like, teenagers. When they no, broke he's the an, house, he's an adult. Okay, okay. So I was like, I was picturing them as teenagers, and then he just held onto the doll for years, into have like past having kids and stuff. Okay, no. So then, why was an adult breaking into a house? <laughs> People
2: get I felt bored. like it was hard to like figure out, but like supposedly every time they were like over their grandmas, like it was always just like a creepy old abandoned house, and like I guess curiosity got the best of them. Well, they they were, were like, "Grandma's dead." Yeah. yeah. they were um, like,
0: "Grandma's dead."
2: Life is so house? short.
0: We should see what's up next door.
2: Yeah. That's probably how it went. No. Uh, so Carrie has held on to Letta, uh, through the years. Um, if you, like I, you guys searched the doll, um, -hmm. you can see Carrie and Letta on multiple TV interviews. Uh, there's even an Instagram and a Facebook account for Letta. You can also get the opportunity to meet the doll.
0: I don't think we need to.
2: Well, however, there are numerous reports of, People having nightmares um, after meeting the doll as well as feeling under the weather um, after an encounter. Specifically, like, feeling sick or faint or overcome with emotion.
0: Yeah. I'm overcome with emotion right now. That emotion being deep, deep desire to never meet this doll.
2: Okay. Animals. Lacey
0: is about to sneeze. Bless you. Bless you.
2: Animals. Thank you. Namely, dogs have also acted strangely around the doll, too, uh, trying to bite or attack it.
0: Good, for good reason. It's a demon doll.
2: Well, hold on. So because
0: oh, that's probably like, ghost or something.
2: Yeah. Carrie um, supposedly had the doll examined and found that the doll the doll itself is around 200 years old. And the hair that's on the doll came from human hair.
0: No, of course,
2: specifically no, thank you. Eastern European Gypsies.
0: I would pro, I no, thank you.
2: During an interview with a psychic, um, Carrie believes from this experience the doll is possessed with the spirit of a boy who drowned. During that interview, a clock fell off the wall when she was doing like some questioning. Um, when she was telling them about a drowning kid, and Letta then
0: moved to her lap. Sorry, what did you just say?
2: Carrie met with a psychic.
0: No, 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 I got that part. She was talking about a drowning kid and then... let him Letta... moved to her lap. Okay, so Letta the doll... Yeah. ...moved to the lap. Yes. Why are all these fire.
1: people watching this fucking doll move around and not burning the doll? Why is it no. allowed to still be there? I think that would be
2: so I would burn the
0: whole house down.
2: This point they think like it's a it's a young kid who drowned and they feel somewhat sorry for it, I guess. That kid um, has been know. dead for a
0: long time. I feel like it starts off with like cute little oh he's just moving the chair. Ooh, next Even thing you know, oh he's moving the knives. That's strange. And I you know. Mm-hmm. The knives are being slowly moved into my chest.
2: <laughs> He's just a doctor. I will say, this is the only doll I did this episode. So this Good, yeah, because this I'm not part, enjoying it. This I, don't part's part's almost like over.
0: I don't like dolls with human hair.
2: That that part was definitely very creepy. That's honestly why I went with it. Was the Didn't human he hair... did drag his dead
1: body out of the lake and cut I his was... hair
2: off? Can you stop yelling? Sorry.
1: I'm so disturbed.
2: She's congested, she can't hear. I was gonna say, is it
0: was it just a random hair? Or what did it belong to the boy? I don't know. I don't think they know. Because um, they could just be completely unconnected, Lacey. The boy could have just been like yeah. floating around as a ghost so and then found his way into a doll. They oh, believe okay. that the
2: gypsies placed the soul of the boy in the doll. I don't know if oh. it's his hair or what but... I mean, the
0: doll has a lot of hair. Yes. Although gypsies don't they usually like they don't cut their hair? I don't I don't know. I don't want to say the
2: wrong thing cuz it's still a culture. Yeah. So, Walton has vowed or Carrie has vowed to never get rid of the doll, although he has tried. Um once he was in like financial trouble um for his family and he attempted to sell the doll for about like it looked like $400, which honestly doesn't seem like a lot, but whatever. Uh, but when he was about to hand the doll off, he physically couldn't do it. Like, a force was stopping him.
1: I could. I bet I could.
2: <laughs> You're like, absolutely. Um, And that's all I have on lead of the doll.
1: I'm disturbed by the doll. <sighs> yeah. I mean, doll stories are always creepy, like haunted doll stuff. But it's usually, like, people are like, you said... He felt like maybe the doll was moving at night. There were scuff marks or whatever. The kids hear it. Like, there's just suggestions of creepiness. But, like, too many people actually saw this doll. Right. It looks so creepy. In the the house. I I don't have a single inanimate object that I love so much (laughs) that if it moved on its own, I would be like, this is fine. I think you should stay here with me.
2: (laughs) Not Not even, like, a, a little vacuum? no no listen i I like vacuums you don't like the little like robot ones that move on their own
1: oh oh well that's okay they're supposed to i don't like those i like my mom has one leave i got her one for christmas last Mm -hmm. year the year before but and it's like connected to the echo so she could say you know hey alexa vacuum in the living room, or whatever. But the thing is, somehow stop. the wires got crossed, so Levi will go in his room and tell Carl. his Alexa to, like, turn on his lamp, and the vacuum starts. So, that's... You're
2: yeah. dog. <laughs> Alexa.
1: Stop. Thank you.
2: Oh, you triggered her?
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that she's always listening. <laughs>
2: um... Yeah, that's the shortest one I have so far. Okay. Um.
0: Okay. What's What's next?
2: We're going into a haunted wedding dress.
0: Okay. Oh.
2: You know what? I just watched.
1: I've been working through the Conjuring movies with my mom, and we just did Annabelle Comes Home, mm-hmm. and I feel yeah. like they touch on the haunted wedding dress. They also had the black shook in there, which I talked about in a an episode last week. Oh but
0: um that's um God that's the one it. where we see like other stuff right yeah yeah like it's the kid the baby, breaks into the home in the room kind yeah, of it's yeah. the babysitter yeah. staying at the house yeah. that's interesting um, that you thought that lacy because what i thought was it's always sunny in philadelphia when mac is concussed and buys a hand-me-down wedding dress from a thrift store or a pawn shot and then puts it on have you seen that episode?
1: <laughs> I don't recall that episode.
0: Oh, it's. I'm gonna send you the clip. Okay.
2: Um, this one, which I'm calling a legend, because it's um, well, we'll talk about it a little bit at the end, but yeah. um, it it hits close to home for us because it actually takes place in Pennsylvania.
1: Hey.
2: Yeah, we live That's there. Um. So, legend claims that on a moonlight, moonlit night, yeah, I got it. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> There's more. <laughs> on a moonlit night, the spirit of Anna Baker comes
0: alive to wander. I thought you were going to say Baker, Annabelle.
2: I'm talking.
0: I'm sorry. You're I'm ruining still... my flow. God I'm damn it! So, I'm still stuck on dolls. <gasps> I thought you were going to say Annabelle. Terrorizer. I was gonna scream at you that we were done with dolls. I'm gonna restart now. Okay, legend claims Anna Baker.
2: Legend claims that on a moonlit night, the spirit of Anna Baker comes alive to wander the Baker mansion, forever haunted. (laughs) Carmel, you're ruining my (laughs) flow. Oh my god.
1: I like Carl. She has it all planned out. It's going to be so nice. Like you did a great it's, job, it's, baby. It's like the beginning you, of
2: Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> he, flew, he threw <laughs> off his groove.
1: Sorry, but you
0: threw off the Emperor's groove. Sorry. Anyway, should we just keep going with the movie? <laughs> Let's scrap this episode and just quote Emperor's
1: New Groove. I'm so invested in this dress now because I've heard the intro three times. <laughs>
0: Anna Anna Baker
2: legend claims that the moonlit nights the spirit of Anna Baker comes alive to wander Baker mansion forever haunting by haunted by the dreams of her wedding her marriage and a life that she was cruelly denied good you can cut that together so it all seems to yeah. I'll make it sound good Um,
0: I'd like to know more about Anna Baker we're getting into it oh good I'm Um, so glad you didn't just stop there
2: that was it (laughs) Before we get into Anna, we need to talk about her father because he was an asshole.
0: Oh. Uh, Fuck you, guy. I like the way you you threw that sentence together. Thank you. (laughs) Before we get into Anna, we need to get into her father. Yeah, He He was was an
2: asshole. He was a rich asshole. In the mid-1840s, Ellis Baker hired an architect to build his dream home in Altoona, PA.
0: Which I don't know. where. Where is Altoona? Penn State okay, like is there. Said... Mm. Okay. Mm. There's a Penn State branch
2: okay. in Altoona. I thought it sounded familiar. Um, he was a very wealthy Iron Master. But you know I where guess Altoona is? is a cool uh,
0: job.
1: Iron Master. Yeah. West Southwest.
0: Southwest of State College. Okay
2: so that's where they wanted to live by the end of the decade which we're talking in like the 19 19- the 1840s the house or the mansion was finally complete would you like to guess the number of rooms this house or this mansion held 27 oh
0: 120 you're so, you're so
2: close it was 28 No. Oh
0: nice
2: wow are
0: you you saying rooms like in total like all rooms or just bedrooms rooms in total 28 doesn't seem like a a lot for a mansion
2: 1840 or 1850 that's a lot for right now it would feel like if my
1: house had 28 rooms in it be a big old house
0: well how many rooms does mom and dad have not 28 hold on let me just so i can put it into context are we counting closets
2: if, no, if it has a gonna, door like, on it, I'm going
0: to count it as a groom.
2: Uh, I... Uh, yeah, Alright, we won't closets. Oh, I lost my count then. I don't know, a, a good amount. Not 28. Anyway, the mansion also sat three stories tall. Ellis, his wife, Hetty, moved their two sons, David and Sylvester, and their they daughter...
0: They Thirteen. Thirteen.
2: What's
0: 13? Mom and dad have 13 rooms. Oh. Attic, cross space? I wasn't- I didn't count those. The attic's a room. Okay. I meant rooms that, like, people go in on a regular basis.
2: Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway. Alice, his wife Hetty, and their two sons David and Sylvester, and their daughter Anna, moved into the home. They had another daughter, Margareta. She died of what's the
0: word that oh we came up with?
1: Diphtheria.
0: Diphtheria. So, sorry. At the age of two. Oh Behind you Bailey, I just saw like two yellow eyes. It was a headlight. <laughs> it was it was a car. <laughs> but I, I, I had there were there were no other cars, so I just thought there was like a ghoul or something
1: behind you and like, oh. well that really fucked up Drew
0: yeah, yeah I would just do that just put next, I don't know I would want the warning maybe it was a very quick moving ghoul mm-hmm. I think it was a car
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a
0: car um, are you okay yeah it was just like in my, my head was like what the fuck is that gonna stage the room.
2: <laughs> anyway. Yep, sorry. So, Margareta was their last daughter and their last child. She died of diphtheria at the age of two. Alice was very strict and held high standards and expectations for all of his children. However... Alice? I think so?
0: I thought you said Alice. I was like, no, Alice. I was Alice.
2: Um, however... Anna had different plans. Uh-oh. In 1854, while visiting her father at the Allegheny Furnace, which she owned, Anna met and fell in love with one of his steel workers.
1: Oh. I know. Standard. Softly.
2: Um, Anna was 18 at the time, but she still kept the romance hidden from her family, knowing that her father would disapprove and forbid it. Over the next two years, her relationship with... The blossomed. They or wrote each
1: other.
2: Okay. Uh they were they wrote each other so many secret love letters and would sneak off to uh for fleeting moments together while Ella stayed at work late. He then propo- Steve proposed to Anna Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh and she happily accepted.
1: Yeah she did. Oh. Is she gonna tell
2: her-, her dad at any time? Hold on.
0: Okay. The
2: I'm, I'm sensing
0: I feel like it's like Kill Bill-esque.
2: So really close but not at all close at all. <laughs> uh, Anna soon picked out her wedding dress and the two main plans to marry and also like elope and get away from her father's fury. Ellis was told about the relationship from another worker. Some gossipy bit. I know. Snitches get stitches guys. Come on enraged because he believed that he that steve was a lower breed and therefore unworthy of marrying his daughter remember it's like the 1850s at this point or 18 yeah and
0: they had a mansion yeah they did
2: he uh, quickly fired anna's love and threatened to death if he ever returned Mm -hmm. alice then went home to tell anna the news and forbade her from communicating with her lost love He also searched her room and collected all their letters, and then burned Mm. them.
1: Well, that seems like a little unnecessary extra step there. That's a little rude. Mm -hmm.
2: Anna's heart was broken, and she fell into a deep depression with only the wedding dress as a token of the relationship.
0: Mm. He didn't burn the wedding dress?
2: I don't know if he knew...
0: It was a wedding dress. I mean, she was. She probably wasn't having it like hang in her yeah, she probably closet. Had yeah. Away somewhere.
2: Yeah, for this reason. Anna vowed that she could, if she could not marry the man she loved, she would never marry, and she rejected every possible suitor her family brought forth after Steve left.
0: Yeah, that's a good fuck you to dad.
2: <laughs> another version of the story uh, goes that Ellis broke them up, and then forced Anna to give her dress to another. Uh, maiden girl yeah whose name was elizabeth bell and she was the daughter of another wealthy landowner. supposedly after elizabeth's wedding she ruthlessly mocked anna for her inability to find her former former love causing anna to sink deeper into her depression
1: well that's really unnecessary Yeah. yeah fuck
0: you elizabeth
2: uh da, 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 da. Do you think
0: she's related to um Graham Bell?
2: No, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unwilling to commit name? Andrew? What? What's Andrew what? Graham? Bell? What's what's Graham Bell's first name?
1: Alexander. Alexander. Not
0: Andrew. So Alexander close. Hamilton. In eighteen sixty four, Ellis
2: passed away finally. Fuck you. Good. Uh, and Anna saw this as a chance to finally reconnect with her former fiance. She did find him, but sadly he was already married again. Yeah, what I the fuck, Steve with a family too.
0: I mean, I assumed that he was going to move on <laughs> he She swore herself to him or whatever, and he just you know Yeah, and she kept up her bargain. yeah, she and... dipped out or he dipped out and married yeah. him rude don't tell me it was elizabeth bell no good no so
2: understandably so she grew deeper into her depression and then completely confined herself to the mansion it was claimed that this is when she began doing odd and erotic things leading people to suspect that she had gone mad
0: like wandering the halls in her dress she would dance in her dress so then so I know that you said another version of the the story was she gave the dress to Elizabeth. Did Elizabeth give it back? Like how does
2: Um no, she didn't. But that that story kind of uh comes back and explains. We we'll, we we'll get there. Just okay. listen. Uh the only time anyone ever saw Anna was through glimpses of the window on her third floor. Uh, at night, she would they would hear her heartbroken echoes. Like, hold on, let me rephrase that. Ugh. At night, they'd hear her sobs echoing from her room. Anna spent the rest of her life in the mansion, forever resenting and mad at her father until she passed in 1914. In 1922, the Blair County Historical Society leased Baker Mansion and then eventually buyed it. Buyed it. Oh, they bought it. Bought it and converted it into a museum. In Anna's room, a antique wedding dress worn by Elizabeth Bell stands in a glass case. So this is where, <laughs> like, Elizabeth Bell, like, comes back. Um, This is also kind of why it's a legend, because there's some things that, like, don't make sense historically, but we'll get into it at the end um, of my little spiel here. The gown is said to sway as if it's dancing, perhaps to Anna's music box, which has been said to start playing on its own. Mm. Witnesses have observed it rocking so violently that they fear the the glass will shatter, and an all-white shadowy figure of a woman is said to watch from the mirror.
0: I don't like that. I feel like, um, burn it.
1: Yeah. So many things. So many things should be burned burn
2: it the house is also said to be haunted as well the entire family of the bakers um are said to wander the halls as well the first son david baker is said to haunt the basement uh back in 1872 david married a woman named sarah tunhill and they had one daughter louise Unfortunately, David was killed in a steamboat boiler explosion just two and a half Mm -hmm. weeks after the birth of his daughter. It's said that David's body was brought back to Baker Mansion in September for burial, but the ground was too hard with the cold, so Ellis stored his son's body in the basement ice room until the spring when the family could finally bury him. Now, visitors and volunteers claim to hear his pain screams coming from the ice room, but when they check the basement, it's empty.
1: Mm. Remember when Letta was screaming in that guy's trunk?
2: Yeah. Alice and Hetty uh, wander the halls in all black attire. Now to remember, Ellis died in eighteen sixty-four, and Hetty died in nineteen hundred, which is such mm. a weird date to say. Um. Anyway, Ellis haunts his office where things inexplicably. <laughs> inexplicably splickety, splickety split inexplicably they say
0: the word inexplicably, inexplicably.
2: there we go uh, move on their own as for Hetty a story goes that a visitor had car trouble out front of the museum knocked on the museum doors after hours looking for help he was greeted by a woman dressed in all black and instead of when asked for, like, help, uh, the woman just closed the door on the man. <laughs> and The man uh, supposedly returned the next day to complain about this woman dressed in black, and they
0: had no idea who he was talking about. Okay, the museum was closed, though. <laughs> Security? No, but I'm saying, like, if you knocked on a building and the building was closed, how are you going to be pissy that they closed the door on you? They're closed call for
2: i don't know i don't know it wasn't there Mm -hmm. i'm just saying lastly sylvester the other brother died in 1907 he never married and at this point he was in his last few like years or whatever he needed a cane to walk on the day of his death he took a nap in one of the sitting rooms when he woke up he suffered a stroke (sighs) causing him to collapse on the floor and he died in that very room his body was, wasn't was discovered for a few hours until one of the maids, like, got into the room to clean, I guess. Today, some claim hearing the sounds of tapping from a cane coming from that very sitting room. Anna has been heard wandering around her room, sometimes crying, and other times they'll catch her looking down from a window from, like, the outside. Like,
0: yeah. So, like... Because when you said the whole family haunts it, I was like, oh, They, like, walk around their house saying, hey, mom, how you doing? But they're just all, like, in a room.
2: Hattie seems to be the one that's walking around the hallways.
0: She's just checking on everybody.
2: She's the mom. She's got to. (laughs)
0: Um, And everybody else is just, like, hanging out. Like, the one guy's in the basement. Well, that's where his supposedly his body was. I know. I'm just saying. It sucks to be down there. Basements in the eighteen hundreds, I imagine, were not.
2: It's a mansion. They had a nice room down there, so who knows? Okay. Another claim for Anna is that people hear mocking coming from Anna's room, followed by her heartbroken sobs. This is believed that like Elizabeth is like mocking her, or it's the mocking from Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth's a bitch. Now, here are the things that don't... This is why I lean more to this being, like, a fun legend, because there's a lot of holes in the story. Um, starting with, based on burial records, David was buried within weeks of his death and was never stored in the basement for months. Yeah. Uh According to Anna's recovered letters, she wrote both of her parents and diary entries about them this leads to like all like all of this evidence leads us to believe that she had a happy relationship with her parents um and there was no like animosity or like resentfulness. in more letters manas it's revealed that anna and her cousin were actually the ones in love
0: oh which, again, it's okay, Alice.
2: this is the 1860s. It's sort of okay at this point. Still. It's still <laughs> gross now, but, like, back then it's not a huge deal. William Lawrence was her cousin. He suffered from a prolonged, unspecified illness. Um, and, unfortunately, Anna wasn't able to make it to his side before he passed. So this is where, like, some, like, it's believed that this is where her heartbreak came from. And after his death, it doesn't appear that Anna got involved with anyone else. Now, as for the dress moving, skeptics, because I want to believe that the dress is haunted, um, skeptics believe that the dress doesn't actually move on its own. The glass uh, will move on its own due to the loose floorboards. As, like, people walk into the room. And the glass is also not airtight, allowing wind to make it appear as, like, the dress is moving or, like, flowing.
0: Mm. I feel like things that hold haunted things should be airtight.
2: I feel that way, too. Um, Should we write them a letter and tell them to fix it?
0: Make that shit airtight. Mm -hmm. The ghost is able to squeeze right through the crack.
2: Yeah. So that is the story of the Haunted Wedding Dress and Anna Baker.
0: I didn't hate that one as much as I hated Letta.
2: It's more sad than like yeah. creepy. Um, yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie <laughs> The Possession? No, I don't think so. No. Okay, have you heard of the uh, Dybbuk Box?
0: Oh, Oh, yes, I have.
2: Okay. The Possession is a good movie. It's based on it. Uh, We're going to talk about the Dybbuk Box, and I uh, am petrified. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I didn't see that movie, but I listened to another podcast Mm -hmm. that talked about this. It was like one of my first listens on them.
2: Yeah. So, a dibek is from Jewish folklore. It's a uh, demon that can hold the power to invade and possess li- a living person. I saw another thing that said it's considered to be a sticky evil spirit. Sticky in the sense like it's hard to get rid of. Oh, okay. Is that a cattail that just came on the?
0: Oh,
2: he's knocking over your microphone. <laughs>
0: um tell sebastian to settle down yeah he's really excited
2: oh look at him oh god he's so big <laughs> he's a big boy
0: <laughs> <We're gonna die. laughs>
2: so it's an evil spirit that clings to a living person um in order to complete like unfinished business okay do you know you guys have heard of the like story of this box and everything Mm-hmm. Okay, so for our listeners who haven't, a Holocaust survivor living in Spain at the time accidentally summoned a demon while making a homemade, while using a homemade Ouija board, but managed to trap the demon inside this wine cabinet, which, first of all, Ouija boards in general scare the shit out of me. Why do you need to make a
0: homemade one? Because the other ones are so expensive.
2: You can literally get them at, like, Toys R Us. Anyway. Not that they had Toys R Us in Spain in, like, the 1940s. Uh, So, the survivor, she kept the wine cabinet through her life, even as she immigrated to the U.S. In 2001, Kevin Manis happened upon and bought the box at an estate sale he immediately started having nightmares about an evil hag as did friends that stayed with him he had strange bruises and random smells of ammonia manis gave the box to his mother for her birthday when she opened the box she suffered a stroke
1: that's not a great gift
2: no um i don't know if it's i saw an interview with him saying that she lost her speech and like 90 percent of her sight he also like attributes the box to like her death but i'm not sure if that like obviously i guess that came later oh my god sebastian oh he's stuck
1: i have myself oh, you- he's is
2: purring so aggressively Okay. Oh, he's stuck. Get his foot. He's stuck. We're good now. Okay, great. Uh, da da da, da, da. So, Manus, trying to get rid of the box, he went to eBay, threw it up there. The listing read, "Dibek Haunted Jewish Wine Cabinet Box, and explained that the box was found in an estate sale of a hundred and three Year old Holocaust survivor. Which, like, bravo for living 203. Like, that's awesome, especially going through the Holocaust.
0: I was going to say bravo for him being honest.
2: Yeah. That was a very honest posting. Yeah. The original owner's granddaughter said that the box was always shut and set in a place that was out of reach. And her grandmother had always said it was never, ever to be opened. In 2003, Jason. Haxton? Yeah. Won the online auction that Maness put up and knew once it arrived, something was off. He quote says, the day it arrived, I put my hands on it, and it almost felt like a thing collapsed." Carl. Hi. Hi. Can we relax? Thank you. The day it arrived, I put my hands on it, and it almost feels like the thing collapses into a liquid state. I felt a knife coming into my gut. I'm paralyzed in pain. When I go to bed, I have terrible dreams of a hag that seems to come with the box. He paid $280 for this box, which, instead of wine, contained a goblet, two locks of hair tied in string, pennies from, a 19- from the 1920s, dried rosebud, a cast iron candlestick holder, and a granite state engraved with gilded Hebrew letters. Haxton didn't believe the stories associated with the box because he was quote too science based.
1: Mm.
2: Which I mean I'm in I'm in a field of science and I still believe this shit. <laughs>
1: I sure wouldn't drop $280 no. on a haunted box.
2: <laughs> Supposedly haunted, Lacey. Mm.
1: I definitely wouldn't drop $280 on a non-haunted box. Just a box of somebody's hair and pennies. There's a goblet.
2: That's true, that's true. Um, He soon fell ill, developing a strange skin disease and even coughing up blood at one point. He finally contacted his local rabbi, who sealed the box and placed it in a gold-lined wooden container to cancel out whatever entity was inside. Haxton then put the container in another box. and In another box. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, he put the container in a military-grade case and buried it somewhere on his 26-acre property in Missouri. And Mm. left it there for years. Many people had tried offering him any price to take the case off of his hands. Haxton refused until he agreed to appear on Ghost Hunters, or Ghost Adventures, with Zach uh, Bagman. Mm. On the Ghost Adventures episode, which I watched a portion of it, Zach brings Manus and Haxton to see the box. Manus is the, like, second owner or whatever. Manus brings something as requested from, like, the original family to kind of, like, aggravate the box or get it to do something. While Begman um, and his, like, crew are watching from, like, a camera room. So Manus is, like, in a basement with the box with something from the original family. And he's just hanging out. And they can see this on, like, video and, like, um night vision there it is
0: so they're watching
2: him and manis is starting to act strange i'd say watch like i can send you the video because it's kind of it's very creepy uh he starts pacing back and forth and is talking about like opening the box and sounds as if he's like conjuring something from the box
0: what drew nothing okay great
2: The rest of the video is on there. They, like, eventually, like, get, him, like, go to him and be like, what's going on? Like, what are you seeing? And Manus is like, yeah, that thing's, like, evil. Like, I can clearly see something, like, across the room. Of course, there's no, like, camera angle for it, so we don't get to see it. Um, but, yeah, very unsettling. Since then, the boxes remained in the custody of, like, Zach Bigman and his haunted museum in Las Vegas. Which is a museum that, like, I sort of want to go to.
0: Okay, is, is that like the Warrens?
2: No, he has different stuff. Well, yeah,
0: but like, it's the same kind of concept, right? Just a bunch of
2: yeah. It's kind of like I, from what I've, I have there's not a lot of like pictures on the website because obviously it's very like
0: the demons would be upset.
2: Yeah. Um, from what I'm getting is it's probably along the lines of like the Museum of Death in New Orleans. Um with like all these artifacts and stuff. Where and is he, this one at? This is in Las Vegas. Vegas.
0: Oh, so. Not closer. No. <laughs>
2: During COVID, um, Zach Bigman and actually Post Malone were uh playing not really I don't want to say playing with the box. They were experimenting with the box and opened it. Shortly after that, post Malone had experienced A lot of near-death experiences and, like, strange stuff. He got in a car accident. He had a plane nearly crash, and his house got broken into all within, like, a month after visiting the box. Mm. Not posty. Yeah, not posty. When Zach opened it, he later said, "I I wasn't attacked. I wasn't harmed. I just felt something. I felt the power of it. To me, it felt good. It was a rush. He also described feeling, like, a warmth through his body. Um, today, the box is kept in a glass case in the museum and can be viewed by adult members of the public who have to sign a waiver beforehand.
0: Ooh. So. Waivers you know. make everything more scary. Yeah, because it's, like, legal stuff.
2: Yeah. Let me readjust before I go into our last little bit. Oh got a dog in front of me jesus christ okay okay how we feeling guys yeah we're so spooked so spooked i feel like i should have saved the doll for like last. we're on the next one drew what is that word in italian or how do you say that in an, an italian did accent did you just text me i did because we're going to italy folks
0: i would say bassano bassano okay
2: next we're going and finally our last little installment so get your sage candles out folks
1: wave it around
2: and and we're kind of light. It. i wish it was lit anyway
1: we're not fancy here
2: we're gonna talk about the bassano vase legend i'm also labeling this a legend because we don't really have any hard evidence And the story is about to get real vague.
0: So... You say vague? Yeah. Okay. So, we're going to start, like,
2: sort of... We're going to start, like, sort of, like, forward and then jump back to the origin, okay? Kind of like how I like to start all my episodes. Anyway. In 18... What's 19? Hold on. In 1988, someone discovered a 15th century silver vase, or vase if you're fancy, buried mm. in their property. Inside mm. was a note that read, which this, the, the note can give, like, it can mean so many different things. So, like, let's be thoughtful about, like, motives after the reading the note. Ready? Ready. Right. Are you ready, Lacey? I'm ready. Okay. So, the note starts with... Beware! This case brings death. So, first thoughts.
0: Dangerous. Okay. True. Deadly. Um. Promising big things. Oh, okay.
1: All right, Lacey. I feel
2: like you're in a box, and I'm gonna need you to get out of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: So the person. I'm, I'm ready
2: to be disappointed. Okay. The so. The person who found this vase decided psh, threw the note away because who the fuck has time for reading? Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I feel like a sane person would throw the vase away or like throw the vase like back in the hole, but they decided <laughs> to sell it to an auction house. Yeah, well, yeah. And because Except it's ready. the eighties, at um, least they didn't
0: hold on to it and keep it around their kids like Carrie did with a screaming trunk he doll. He felt
2: compelled. <laughs> the screaming screams.
1: trunk doll.
2: <laughs> that's so
0: That's that's the thing. title of the episode. Screaming trunk <sighs> doll. Yeah. You're welcome.
2: So at the auction house, of course they took it in because it's an antique, it's from the 15th century, god damn it. And it sells quickly to a local pharmacist for 4 million lire, L I R E, or um two thousand two hundred seventy dollars, or two thousand and sixty five euros for a vase. Yeah, it's an sure. antique from the fifteenth century.
0: Okay. Where is the pharmacist getting this money?
2: I don't know. It's Italy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you know. Pharmacist never gets that like note that says like beware brings death. So like everything's fine in the world. Like it's happy ever after. Just kidding. The pharmacist <laughs> dies three months later. Just kidding. The family then sells the vase to a thirty-seven-year-old doctor. Who you think it? Do you think it's going to be happy happy ending? Like you? I like that they're no. keeping
0: the vase in the medical community. They actually,
2: they kind of do. They keep it in the doctor. You know, the curse of the vase follows, and then a few months later, the doctor drops dead.
0: What are the causes of death? I don't. This this is where
2: it's very vague.
0: Just vase.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then an archaeologist who coveted the vase as a beautiful example of it. Good word. Thank you. Of high Renaissance work purchased it against his family wishes which if your family's against something like this i i think it's okay to listen i think it depends on their reasons
1: like were they against it because they saw the note
2: or were they just
1: like you don't deserve free things
2: no they um because at this point the vase has a reputation and like they're starting to see a pattern
0: so i have two things yeah. one if you really want to impress lacy work the word plethora into your story i can't story even somehow. say the
2: word plethora pr-
0: there you go you're
1: not doing it well <laughs> i'm unimpressed
0: the second thing <laughs> is i said that it seems like it's being passed around the medical community and you said it kind of is and then the next one you go to is like archaeologist that's <laughs> like a doctor a bone doctor We're- An archaeologist?
2: No, I said it kind of is like with like pride professionals or whatever. But Lacy cut over me. Anyway, go back to tape. Listen over again. Anyway, do you think the archaeologist is gonna like live and be happy?
0: I think he's the one who's gonna live.
2: Okay, you're wrong, Drew. He died three months later of an unknown mysterious infection. Drew, there's a
0: pattern. You
1: have to pay attention to pick it up.
0: how long did the doctor have
2: it before dying? It said a few months. I saw somewhere that it was like two months too. So the pharmacist,
0: three. Yeah. Doctor, two. Three. Or two. Okay. So it seems like you can have it for like three months and then you should get rid of it.
2: Yeah. It's like a subscription. Yeah. It's like a free trial. You just uh, gotta remember just, to
1: cancel. Yeah. yeah. Or it's
2: coming for you. It's just the automatic renewal.
1: Mhm.
2: So, with no one left interested and the like legend of this curse growing, the family like had attempted to get rid of it but couldn't find someone to buy the fucking vase. <laughs> uh, so then the weird cuz we're in Italy and we're dramatic and did they break it? No, I they broke it. They threw it out a window
0: and broke it. Well, no um i thought you were gonna say they threw it into the sea <laughs> no, <laughs> i was like oh, that would be really dramatic
2: we're dramatic we throw things out a window god so this is kind of where the story like veers off a little bit because there's one story one yeah one version of the story where they throw it out a window and this is witnessed by an officer who attempts to bring the vase back to the family but they refuse and they're also like warning he him. They thought it was an accident that they yeah. had just tossed it. Yeah. They're also like warning him to dispose of it quickly before he dies. In another version, they um they hit an officer in the head. Mm. Oh no. So then the officer goes to them and is giving them a ticket and also trying to return the vase. And they were like, We'll take the ticket, not the vase. <laughs> Which I like better. <laughs> I think yeah, it's I like funny. That. So the officer, for some reason, feels the need to try to get rid of this vase instead of just like throwing it in the trash or something, or burying it or again smashing initially, smashing
0: it into a million pieces. Well,
2: it's Italy; it's not Greece. So he tries to take it to various museums, at which point they've all heard of the curse and want nothing to do with it.
0: It's a very famous vase. Yeah, it it's Italy. Murdered. We're all talking.
2: I can say that I'm Italian. You keep saying it's Italy. I was
1: going to say Billy said it's Italy like seven times in this part of the podcast.
2: We've never covered a case in Italy before. She's excited. Yeah, it's a, it's a new region. So the anyway. officer learns to put the vase in a lead box and then buries it in the secret ground of a cemetery for fear of his own life. The location is unknown, and the vase has disappeared from history, with no other reported sightings or deaths again. Hmm. That's where we're ending. We're going to go back to the origin story, though. Okay. The believed to be origin story. Putting it in the lead box and burying it worked? I guess. Okay. For centuries, a common wedding gift given to brides of royalty and wealth were intricate and expensive vases. Which, I didn't get a vase at my wedding, and now I kind of feel like I got, like,
0: snubbed. I'll get you a vase. Thank you. Well, which which, um, anniversary is, like, vase? I I don't know. I'm
2: reading. You do the Googling.
0: All right.
2: Uh, it's believed that the bassino is that what we said bassano bassano vase is from the 15th century and was gifted as a wedding present even though the vase is believed to be silver and plain looking i don't want a plain vase drew i want an intricate one it's gonna be
0: very elaborate with Love hercules on the side awesome my favorite
2: there's said to be no intricate markings or lavish decorations and it is certainly didn't appear to be expensive now all of this with like my wording like it's said to be supposedly there's no pictures of this it's like they're the only like image of the vase is like a drawing that's like super old and well, how will we know if we come across it if you die in three months well,
1: see, I would like to know when I see it so I can be like, I gotta get away from this base.
2: Don't go digging in Italy on sacred ground. All right. I think that's a pretty clear... Just like clear as a cover. general rule. Yeah. Just don't dig in secret ground. <laughs> so many things I have to cross off my bucket list. Okay. So there was a wedding taking place in a northern village close to... Napoli? N-A-P-O-L-I.
1: I always pronounce it as Napoli, but I don't actually know if that's correct. Napoli.
2: Drew. Hmm. N-A-P-O-L-I. City name. How do you say it? Italy. Give it Did to Did you me. text it? No, do you need me to? Oh well. Say it spell it again. N-A-P. Okay. O L. I, Napoli. Napoli. Okay, so a wedding was taking place in a northern Italy, in a northern village, close to. How do you say it again? Napoli. Napoli. <laughs> the bride didn't know who gifted Napoli? her this four-pound silver vase, but she took it to her room for safekeeping. Okay, later. When the wedding was about to start, the bride was nowhere to be found. Not a good uh-huh. sign. Her soon-to-be husband searched and found her in, the, in her room, lying on the ground, clutching the vase with both yeah. hands, moments away from death.
1: Uh-huh.
2: After her funeral, the vase was passed down from to one of her family members. That family member perished only a few days later. Ready? Yeah. Napoli. Napoli. The vase was then passed down to another member, who then died a few days later, too. Soon, the family started, like, seeing the pattern and, like, <laughs> reached out for guidance to a priest. The priest believed that whoever gifted the vase put a curse on it or made the vase out of cursed materials, which... Rude. What is cursed materials, do you think?
1: Um, materials The that you remnants of a
0: burnt-up demon doll.
1: Ooh.
0: And a burnt-up demon dress. Okay. Molded together into the shape of a vase. You forgot the box.
1: And then you put them in the box. And you light that on fire.
0: <sighs> I, I don't want to set that on fire, because I'm afraid of that box. Okay, great. That box needs to stay where it is. Yeah. Away from me. The family just, then was instructed to out.
2: bury the vase in secret grounds. It's believed that it was buried near the same church where the priest resided, but it's not exactly known where it was buried. Uh good. And it was it rested for nearly five hundred years until it was discovered in nineteen
1: eighty eight. Oh
2: well then it got reburied after that so oh, okay. who knows what they the
0: just cases. moved it yeah
2: well then like so, that's when like the pharmacist the doctor and the archaeologist died and then uh, they oh that's right then we backed yeah up we went origin. back to its origin
0: so um why
2: can't we just fucking break it i don't know i don't know if it's like unbreakable
0: well maybe we should try i mean it well, did hit an officer in the head and didn't shatter so yeah.
2: it's buried somewhere in Italy right now guys like I have no idea where the fuck it is nor do I want to find it
1: I just feel like nobody tried hard enough to break it you know
2: you're right
0: it's silver though can it break if you try hard um, enough. Did anybody
1: try running it over
0: try melting it down okay and then turn it into like <sighs> That's how you get cursed materials. Mm. Yeah. I was gonna say that would just become like another haunted (laughs) item. Something new. So here are some
2: variations of the story. And we're gonna go into like some like issues with this legend. Uh variations. The bride made the vase herself, because she's a welder apparently. Uh and then was going to gift it to her husband on their wedding day. Her death wasn't actually mysterious. She was murdered by an unknown assailant. And she was found clutching the vase as her life slipped away, and she promised to get her revenge on whoever killed her. Some believe that this is what created the curse, and it's actually the spirit of the bride haunting and murdering the future victims.
0: Okay, but like, so kind of I don't no, like they that. Didn't kill her. Yeah, I was gonna say, she doesn't know who killed her, so she just said, fuck it, I'm gonna kill everybody? Mm. So rude. She said, I'm pissed, so if you touch
1: my vase now, you're a goner
2: um another variation i saw is that the vase actually remained in police custody and is like either like hidden um or buried again i also saw somewhere that like it could be like hidden on cemetery grounds which is such a good idea because like no one's gonna go into a fucking cemetery and just randomly dig yeah at least they shouldn't
1: except grave robbers but i don't think that's as much of a problem as it used to be
2: I mean, if it is, you don't hear about it.
0: So. Well, because the media.
2: Here are the problems with this story. There's no concrete accounts of anyone being in contact with the vase. There's no personal experiences, only stories and rough guesses as to the whereabouts. And as you can see, the story is like super fucking vague. Like, you don't get names, you barely get like ages you don't get times you don't get places really like it's very yeah. vague very like folklore story the other problem is silver as the metal silver is used to ward off evil and is actually mm. seen to be a healing mem- a metal through history so it doesn't really make sense for something that's silver to be cursed um, I also saw somewhere that some people consider it or considered it strange that the museums would turn away this vase uh, when there's so many other fucking cursed things in the, the museum systems like for instance King Tut's tomb or the Thomas Bis- Bisbee chair which I haven't I don't know what that is but um, so who knows but that is the story of, how do you say the B word again? Well, oh, hold on, I'm ready. What? I'm
0: ready. Ready?
2: Yeah. Bassano. 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 The Bassano is Legend. And that wraps up our Halloween special, ladies. Yay! Good job. Those I were feel some- like I started with like the creepiest one and then it just went downhill. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm happy. I, would- I should have left you guys on the doll. I wasn't sure if you guys were afraid of dolls. That's a thing.
0: I don't care oh. for them. I They're don't- creepy. I'm
2: like, in
1: theory, I'm like, dolls aren't that spooky, but then they are. <laughs> Like, scary doll. Like, Annabelle. Chucky movies? Stupid. Annabelle-esque movies? Scary.
2: Here's my thing with Annabelle. <clears throat> One, we had a Raggedy Ann doll in our house. We still do. It's in the attic somewhere. Um, And it was in I our I think room. it's actually in your room. No, it's not.
0: Oh. Are you sure?
2: Yeah, she's not in there. Okay. Anyway um and my thing with the annabelle movies was yes they were creepy however when you just put a doll in a hallway with a crown okay like it's not like blinking i don't see it moving it's just it's just more of a nuisance to me um until they like added I think it's the second Annabelle movie when it's the girls like orphanage. Mm, that one's scary. That I, one, is I do scary. think they
1: got like progressively scarier.
2: Well, um, but, like Annabelle whole...
1: also, it's got like a whole fucking demon attached to it, so that ups the scare factor.
2: Mm. I don't know. It's just it, dolls don't like it's no yeah. All
0: right, what was your favorite? I mean, I don't like Letta, but I enjoyed how creepy it was. She is, yeah,
2: um, I think Letta and the Dybbuk box were definitely the
0: creepiest. Um, I like, don't like that the name is Letta, because it sounds like a girl's name. It's a boy. I know. of me out. Well, there's also time.
2: there's the doll, there's Robert the doll too, which kind of looks like kind of an Am- Annabelle-esque doll. Um, that I sort of want to look into too. Obviously, we're gonna give it a lot of time because I'm kind of it's disturbing looking up all these creepy things,
0: especially in a house that is creepy-ish. Billy and the Ball. All right, where right. send it? all done oh are we sending out Uh, well that was sinister we were sarcastic and and we hope you keep listening wow (laughs) we
2: rushed that
0: Yeah. yeah